The Book of Esther took place around 480 BC and tells about a young woman named Esther who was placed in a time and position to give great service for the Lord's people. Esther lived in Shushan, the capital of the Persian Empire, that ruled much of the Middle East where Israelites from the southern kingdom of Judah lived. While the book never mentions the name of God, there are many references to his blessing many people. The king of Persia, named Ahasuerus, was the son of Artaxerxes, who gave money and supplies to Ezra to beautify the temple and sent Nehemiah to Jerusalem. Ahasuerus held a 180-day feast with his princes and servants to display his riches. On the seventh day of another feast for all the people, when the king's heart was merry with wine, he commanded his chamberlains, who managed his household, to bring his queen Vashti so he could show off her beauty to the men. She refused to come at his command, and he became angry with her. Her refusal dishonored him and set a very bad example for everyone in the kingdom, which could lead to other women disobeying their husbands and bring disorder to their society. The king's wise men and princes persuaded him to make a royal commandment and replace her with a beautiful and more obedient young woman. All the fair young virgins in the kingdom were invited to come to the palace under the custody of Hegai, the king's chamberlain and keeper of the women. He prepared them with what they needed to please the king, who would choose one of them as his next queen. A Jew named Mordecai, who was a Benjamite from the southern kingdom of Judah, had raised up his uncle's daughter named Esther as his own daughter after her parents died. Esther, whose name means star, was a fair and beautiful young woman. She was brought to the king's house and put under Haggai's care. Esther pleased him, and he showed her kindness, and gave her seven maidens to help her. He gave them the best place of the house of the women, the best food, cosmetics, and everything she would need to please the king. Mordecai had told Esther not to reveal that she was a Jew, and she kept her identity secret from everyone in the king's house. He walked before the court of the women's house every day to see what was happening with her. Each young maiden went to the king after she had been purified or prepared for twelve months. The next morning she would return to the house of the women and would only go back to the king if he called for her by name. Esther found favor in the sight of all that looked upon her. Her turn finally came to go to the king, and he loved her above all the women. She found more grace and favor in his sight than the rest, and he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. The king then made a great feast. Mordecai sat in the king's gate and overheard two men plot to kill the king. He told this to Esther, who warned the king, and the men were hung. The king promoted a man named Haman to be his chief minister to help rule the land, and commanded all of his servants to bow before him when he passed by. But Mordecai refused to bow or show reverence to Haman. The king's servants asked why he transgressed this command and watched him every day to see if he would bow to Haman. When Mordecai said he was a Jew, Haman was angry and wanted to kill all of the Jews in the kingdom. Haman told the king that there was a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed in all the provinces of the kingdom who did not keep the king's laws. He said it should be written that they should be destroyed, and he would pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those who took care of the business. 
The king took the ring from his hand and gave it to Haman, along with the silver to do what he wanted with it. The decree was written and sealed with the king's ring. Letters were sent to all the provinces to destroy, kill, and cause all the Jews, both young and old, little children and women, to perish on the thirteenth day of the twelfth month. The Persians could then take their spoils or possessions. When Mordecai saw what Haman had done, he rent or tore his clothes and put on sackcloth with ashes. He cried with a loud voice and bitter cry in the midst of the city and came before the king's gate. There was great mourning, fasting, weeping, and wailing among the Jews, who also wore sackcloth and ashes. Esther's maids told her what Mordecai was doing, and she grieved and sent him clothes. But Mordecai would not remove the sackcloth. She sent one of the king's chamberlains to see what was happening, and Mordecai told him about the decree to kill all the Jews and the money Haman had promised to pay to those who destroyed them. Mordecai gave him a copy of the decree to show to Esther and asked her to go and ask the king to help her people. Esther was afraid and knew that no one was allowed into the king's presence without being called for or they could be put to death. Kings often faced danger of assassination and kept guards around them to keep them safe from uninvited guests. Esther had not seen the king for 30 days and she would be risking her life if she went to him without being called for. She sent messengers to tell this to Mordecai, and he asked her to think about all the Jews who would be killed and that she also might not escape. He said that even if she did not help her people, the Lord would find another way to save them, but her and her father's house would be destroyed. He told her that who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this. The Lord loves all his children, and he is in even the small details of their lives. He can use any of us to bless and help others at any time. Esther knew that she must talk to the king and try to save her people, even if it meant she might be killed. She sent a message to Mordecai and asked him to gather all the Jews in Shushan and have them fast for her for three days, while she and her maidens also fasted for the Lord's help. She would then go to the king, even if she perished. After their fast, Esther put on her royal apparel and went to the inner court of the king's house. She knew that she would be spared only if the king held out his golden scepter to her. He called for her, and when she approached, he held out his scepter and she touched the top of it. He asked what she wanted and said he would give her up to half of the kingdom. Esther asked if he and Haman would come to a banquet that she would prepare for them. They came, and she invited them to come to another banquet held the next day. They gladly accepted the invitation, but when Haman saw Mordecai would not stand up or show him reverence in the king's gate, he was angry with him. Haman went home and called for his wife and friends. He told them how rich he was, how many children he had, and how the king had promoted him above the king's princes and servants. He said that Esther had only let him and the king attend the first banquet, and now they were invited to another one tomorrow. He told them how angry he was that Mordecai did not bow to him. His wife and friends said that a gallows should be made that was fifty cubits or about seventy-five feet high. Mordecai would be hung on it, and then Haman could merrily go with the king to the banquet. Haman was pleased with this suggestion and had the gallows made. The king could not sleep that night and commanded the book of records of the chronicles be read to him. 
He heard about how Mordecai had saved him from the plot to kill him, and asked what honor and dignity had been done to reward Mordecai. His servants said that nothing had been done. Haman had come that night to speak to the king about his plan to hang Mordecai. But before he did, the king asked him, What shall be done unto the man who the king delighteth to honor? Haman thought the king was talking about him, and he suggested that royal apparel and the king's crown be delivered to the king's most noble princes to give to this honored man, along with the king's horse to ride through the city street. The king agreed and told Haman to do all this to Mordecai. Haman gave Mordecai these honors and then went to his house with his head covered in mourning. He told his wife and friends all that had happened, and they said that if Mordecai was a Jew, Haman would not prevail against him, but would surely fall before him. While they were talking, the king's chamberlains came and brought Haman to the banquet. The king asked Esther what she wanted, and she said that if she had found favor in his sight, he should let her life and that of her people be given at her request. She told the king that the Jews had been sold to be destroyed, slain, and perish. The king asked who had presumed in his heart to do this, and she answered, The adversary and enemy is this wicked Haman. The king was angry, and one of his chamberlains told him about the gallows Haman had made for Mordecai. The king said to hang Haman on them, and his wrath was pacified. The king gave Esther the house of Haman and gave the ring he had taken from him to Mordecai. Esther set Mordecai over Haman's house and asked the king to reverse the letters Haman had sent to destroy the Jews. The king made a second decree to give the Jews power to defend themselves against anyone who tried to hurt them within the kingdom. Mordecai went out in royal apparel with a great crown of gold and the city of Shushan rejoiced. The Jews in the kingdom now had light, gladness, joy, and honor. The Feast of Purim, meaning lots that Haman had cast to determine when to destroy the Jews, was created to help them remember their deliverance from him. It is still celebrated by Jews today. People dress up in costumes, and as the book of Esther is read, they cheer when Mordecai's name is mentioned and boo and hiss at the name of Haman. King Ahasuerus elevated Mordecai to be a second-in-command in the kingdom. Mordecai was great among the Jews and sought for their wealth and peace. Esther's faith in the Lord and her courage to talk to the king saved her people. Instead of death and sorrow in the kingdom, there was now a great feast celebrated by the Jews. The Lord was able to use Esther and Mordecai as instruments to fulfill his purposes. They were prepared and guided for such a time as this, and courageously did what was needed to do to save their people. And this is Esther in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at PonderFun. Visit our new PonderFun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do. And you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. Also, please subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel, and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching, and find some time this week to ponder.